What's up, everybody? This is Elena Torres, your host of Countercurrents. It's episode 66. You might notice that there's a voice that's missing today. Uh, my co-host, Petey, had some family stuff he had to take care of in Florida, so he's not here. I'm taking over, and today we have an amazing guest. Please welcome the very funny, amazing comedian, Miss Christina O'Day. Hello, hello. You guys might have heard, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, Christine. No worries if you didn't, but Jack... Coleman was here last week and he said some very nice things about you. Oh, that's sweet. While you were gone. Uh, he said that you're, I mean, you're relatively new to comedy. How long have you been yeah, doing Yeah, I'm, I'm a little baby. I, well, I guess I'm a toddler now. I just hit my two-year mark in the end of July. Oh, wow. So that's pretty, I mean, that's new, but you've been at it. You're, I mean, you're, you're doing it at least four times a week usually, oh, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, because Jack was saying that not only are you funny, but you have a really good work ethic. And you've been at this, you've been hitting this at all angles. Yeah. Sort of right? I've slowed down a little bit recently, but I do try to get eight, like, either mics or shows in a week. Um, and then ideally it would be a little bit more, but, like, anything less than eight, and I start to, like, get sad. Right, 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 right. You start to get, like... I'm, I'm like, I'm going soft. <laughs> right. And I'm only, I mean, I'm only a year and a little bit ahead of you, mm-hmm. but I think every year starting comedy in D.C. gets a little bit harder just because there's more and more people that are trying to do it. So, like, how how did you find getting stage time when you started? Like, how did you do that? When I started, it was a great time to start. There were a ton of, like, on-site sign-up mics. Uh, if you're there, you get to go up. And it's, right. and when I first started, so maybe, like, the first six months I wasn't doing it as much because I just wasn't aware, but you start to, like, meet other comics. And then, right. you know, it, it's sort of through the vine. You just sort of hear about, you know, even if there's a mic that's just going on for, like, a month or so, you know, you find out about it and you just get as much out of it as you can before, before the restaurant closes down. Yes, that's right. and have you and have you done have you produced shows yourself have you done any other like behind the scenes type of comedy stuff to help uh not really i've like hosted for for places and i've uh i did i did do like a weekly show but only for for a very brief like period of time but you've done it this is Mm -hmm. one thing we were talking about last time is that a big part of not just starting comedy but doing comedy is also sort of giving back doing things other than just oh yeah like performing on stuff mm-hmm. is also sort of producing and sort of like giving back a little bit. Yeah. Right. So you did have a show for a, a while. little bit. Yeah. Did you like doing that? Or were you like, fuck this. I, I did this. like it. I, I feel like if I was more like confident in my comedy, I probably would have done it for longer, but I was just like every second that, like I'm not Adam like I was like I should be writing different stuff every right. morning I wake up I'm like everything you tell on stage is garbage oh like every t- <laughs> I wake up it feels like a hangover sometime where I'm like that bit is stupid oh my god I know exactly <laughs> what you mean I just did a feature weekend last weekend at a club and mm-hmm. so I heard myself I recorded the set both sets and so I watched myself do comedy for 25 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, my material is trash. <laughs> like I just watched it. I was like, I hate this. I'm throwing everything away. I feel, I think that that's like one of the like benefits of going up a lot too. Like you should go yeah. up a lot just for the practice, but also like you need to go up enough to get sick of your jokes or else like, yes. I mean, I'm like, maybe that's just me personally. I'm in, fueled entirely by self-hatred and jewel pods. So right. like... <laughs> But it's Jewel like, pods, it's very important. Part oh, of yeah, that's it's 50%. <laughs> right, right, right. 
but yeah, I like I feel like hating stuff is sort of an important part of the process. It's true. But. It's true. But also, like on the on the other side, right? And I've I said this uh, on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Another thing I'm struggling with is like I get bored of my material too fast. Oh really? And as soon as it's like, oh okay, people are laughing. Like I'll switch and do something else. Mm-hmm. And sometimes on nights when you really should kill a show. And it's like, don't do new material. Oh, like, yeah. This is where you need to do well. It's like such an internal struggle for me because I'm like, I, I know those jokes, jokes work, but I'm so bored of them. Yeah. I don't want to deal. I always justify it of like, well, if you're going to be, if you're going to do jokes that you're bored of, you're not going to perform well. And it's like, you know what's going to be really That's good if you do something new and then they'll see that fire. But sometimes right. they don't. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. there's no yeah. fire. Sometimes it's, it's something you thought of two minutes before right. you walked in. Right. And you shouldn't but, have. But you're, itching, like, you're like itching to tell that joke. You're yeah. like, oh, this is, this is my truth right now. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to tell it, and then it doesn't work. And every new joke, it was like, this is the type of comic that I want to be. It's like, so I want to talk about, you know. Yeah, so <laughs> true. Like, the, from from now on, start this joke onwards, my material is going to change. Yeah. I, I'm better at this now. Well, it's hard, too, because it's like, you know, as you, like, because I'm still, like, a little baby, but it's like every every six months, it's it's every you're a newer type of comic because you're so new that you're always like changing and stuff and people will like kind of gauge your your progress or whatever by like how long can you do like how Mm -hmm. many minutes do you have and i'm like Mm -hmm. maybe five because everything that i've done three months ago is horrible (laughs) like which is true when you're new like everything is sort of right that's right and you do progress much faster i think in your first couple years then i think later on things go a little slower because you're working on more details rather than just learning how to be a comic in general yeah i've asked other people though they sell they say the self-hatred thing never goes oh no the self-hatred thing never never goes (laughs) no i think i think you can be 20 years into comedy and you can be like my material is trash well they'll always be jewel pods that's true hopefully what they're trying to ban them now or something i don't know i've i I keep reading that they're worse for you than cigarettes are and they're and they market towards like 15 year olds which is really sad yeah i mean you my, my whole thing my whole thing you might get mad at me i i just like jewel pots they just don't look cool like smoke they don't they don't smoking look cool looks cool no like, smoking looks very very looks cool, cool. And i mean don't do it don't smoke if there are kids listening don't but it looks it looks dope like yeah. it does make you look 10 times more badass and a jewel pod just looks like this weird vapor i'm like oh I yeah can't. yeah you're just so when people make fun you're just, like just sucking on a usb stick it's, yeah that's right it's, it's right it's ridiculous and you smell like you smell like lime and kiwi and yeah 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 it smells like that weird clove well i get it's like it, it's almost like an obnoxious perfume for me because i do it so much that like inevitably they, they break or they leak on you or something and i just oh, like really? smell very strongly of like Mango. nicotine <laughs> juice yeah it's really <laughs> gross but when did you start doing the jewel pot how long has it been did you smoke before or is it just a, oh no yeah I, I started smoking cigarettes when i was like 17 or something mm-hmm. so it was like almost 10 years of cigarettes mm-hmm. and and particularly in college where I, it was like you're stressed and you just I right. would just and I always smoked in twos. So I like I would smoke two and then if I smoked a third, I would have to smoke another one. It was this very strange thing. Oh, I, so would, you, I would I would say I would smoke a pack. A lot. I would smoke. It was like a pack a day. But some days if I was out drinking or something, I would smoke a pack in like a span of like two hours. Oh, so you're one of the, the people where the jewel pots were actually like very. Oh, good yeah, for you. yeah, yeah. I really. And it was like one of those things where it was like all the other comics started doing the jewel pod thing. So there was no one like to bum cigarettes night. off of, yes. you know, so it was like, all right, I guess I might as well. 
you know, do this. But right. I, it's the only thing that's worked for me. I've tried quitting in the past, and, like, I've smoked cigarettes while chewing nicotine gum. Like, I was like, Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, I was really, I smoked a lot. And, I, I mean, I, like, got my wisdom teeth done. I got them taken out, and, you know, you're not supposed to smoke after that. Mm-hmm. And I held on for maybe, like, a day and a half and smoked with, like, my gums all fucked yeah, up and yeah. all that stuff in. And then I got a dry socket. Or whatever from smoke. It was just a terrible idea, but I was like very, very addicted. But I finally stopped, not because I wanted to, but just my sinuses like couldn't take it anymore, and I was just in pain all the time. And I, I developed like a hacking cough, like what I was. Yeah, yeah. I was was getting that too near the end. That was, I think that was like when I finally started to like jump on the bandwagon. I was like, I'm like, because it was like I'll quit when I'm 22. I'll quit when I'm 25. I'll quit whenever. And I was like, this just isn't gonna happen unless somebody provides something that's like that I like as much. I like jewels more than I liked cigarettes. Really? Yeah. I mean, because you can do it in bed and not light yourself on fire. That's true. That was the one thing. So my parents are both smokers. Oh, okay. So uh, I was allowed to smoke in their house when I oh, lived wow. with them. And, oh, smoking indoors. It's just, like, it's just, it's so, it's it is, so it wonderful. Feel, it feels so, it's been so long. Oh, uh, it's like, you feel like you're in the 50s and just smoking yeah. while watching TV is the best but the one rule my parents had was you're not allowed to smoke in your bed because you're gonna fall asleep and light yourself on fire but i do it i would do it all the time like i would have like burn marks and all my sheets and whatnot but i yeah i i can't i could not because it's the best i i would put my my ashtray on my tits and like watch (laughs) tv on my laptop and it was it was really really nasty but now i can like jewel and i do it like as i'm falling asleep whoa i fall asleep well, with so, it so in Jewel my mouth was, so so jewel was really good for you at the so it can i mean it, it does have, have yeah and then it, it's like it kind of depends if people are like picking it up who've never had any kind of like nicotine thing right. then it's like you know why are you doing this to yourself but like i think it is a good alternative for people who just like can't stop cigarettes yeah at one point i when i was trying to quit i jewels weren't out yet mm-hmm. i quit like maybe like a year before they became more of a thing and someone gave me like an e-cigarette, you know, those that they look oh, like cigarettes. Oh, those, now those looked stupid. The yeah. ones that like they lit up blue. That's and it's right, like, that's oh right, my God, right. it's that's like right. the flame. Like, isn't it just this? That's right. <laughs> and, and like the cigarette, it was like painted like a cigarette. Yeah. So like, the top was like the orange, like the filter. <laughs> it was and then one it was step white. above candy cigarettes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Literally. But that, I started smoking that 10 times more than I started smoking. And then I went back to cigarettes and I smoked even more. So I was yeah. like, this isn't going to work. I actually, it's funny, I very recently had um, a, like, real cigarette because I was drinking and I was like, God, that just seems so good. And I, right. I, I haven't smoked any more since that night, but I just remember thinking, like, oh, my God, I forgot. This is so much better. It's like, you so can, much better. You can hear the crackling of the burning yeah. paper and it's just like the... And there's something cool about being like, let's go out for a cigarette and talk. You know what I mean? Like, there's been a lot of good moments in my life. Going outside is like like half of it. When I was uh, in college, there was a bar and it was like, it wasn't a bar that college students went to. It was like a lot of locals went there. And it was the only bar in the area where you could still smoke cigarettes inside. Uh, When they changed the rule in Virginia, all the other bars like crumbled because you could get grandfathered in, but a Mm -hmm. lot, but then they, they would like go after the bar for like other things. And they didn't say like, oh, this is for the cigarettes, but they would like attack. Well, this one woman who owned this bar, she like stood her ground on it and it was the only place within miles you could smoke indoors um but i remember like chain smoking in the bar and putting out a cigarette and then being like i really want to go outside and have a cigarette yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 
because like, there's something about about like that conversation like there's so many good bonding moments mm. but oh, don't yeah. smoke kids it's terrible for you and don't jewel either <laughs> it doesn't look cool it doesn't look cool at no. all no and you know there are other ways to get through self-hatred than jewel potting right is that is that is that the right way to call it jewel potting? Jewel po- i don't jewel potting that's yeah <laughs> i guess you just started that now. I just, yeah yeah uh that's a cool uh, a cool thing to say Anything is cooler than vaping. What's the difference between jewel pot and, and vaping? You know, I don't know. Because there is, like... So the difference is, like, the jewel pods come, like, pre-filled. And they're, like, little things that you just stick in with all the juice in there. And then there's, like, vape things of different sizes and levels and stuff. Oh, where you, like, refill it. Sometimes with, like, the big square. Yeah, the tanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Those things. Those look, those look those very Those are stupid. for competitive jewelers. Yeah. Those for yeah. for people who are in it for the glory, the That's fame, true. That's the, true. The prestige. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like water in them. Yeah, those things are are extra silly. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so off jewel pods. What what's been the hardest part of comedy for you? Uh, hardest part of comedy is, um, I guess, why well, struggle a lot. I mean, just continuing to do it, even mm. when you really can't like I I remember I found out I went to the doctor and Mm -hmm. they found out that I had like some kind of weird thing with my heart I like the electrical signals on like that causes your heart to pulse yeah like don't work on the left side and I had that initial visit and I haven't I haven't checked in like people have been bugging me about it because I I wasn't like talking about it before and I've started telling people and they're like oh and then you saw like the doctor for like a follow-up checkup and I'm like "Mm, no busy um you haven't I told you the left side of your heart is fucked up and you're like peace out I'm I'm assuming that it's fine <laughs> but I had that doctor's visit and then I like wept in my car. Like I mean What like, did they tell you? What does it mean? What does it do? I don't think it's anything. I mean I looked it I did Google it and it is it's like one of those things where like I think it's only gonna affect me when I'm like way older. I'm like Got pretty it. sure. Like it's most common in older people. Are there I don't certain know. things that aggravate it or something? No, I they I mean I didn't go I didn't check out the sequel, you know. So you gotta like, check out the sequel. So I don't know. Crazy? Like it could be something I was born with or it could be something that developed, but I have no idea. But anyway, I I went to the, the doctor and then I found out that news and I went in my car and I just started like crying. Like a child. Like that just well, yeah, ah, so like the like bleh. and then I had a show that night uh and i just remember being like i have to like do this like i can't not do this because when you're new every show you have every chance you have is important because you know it it, like you just went to so many so many mics where you're like performing for like three other comics and it's like everything that you have that's like cool you worked so hard for and i was like i have to do this um and i just i was like dizzy the entire show like i was just out of it and then like being up there and just like being dizzy and just having to like put everything like aside for for yes. 10 minutes is yes. like very that, um, yeah my first trimester of pregnancy was that every God, day man. yeah that same yeah that is that is a very good thing to say is hard yeah i didn't really experience a medical thing until obviously six i'm six and a half months pregnant so mm-hmm. six months ago but i've like thrown up in every bathroom, every <laughs> show. Nice. and plus, like in the beginning, you can't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. 
So I was just and and like I was I was afraid that I was gonna throw up on stage for the longest mm-hmm. time, and I like had lines ready to go in case I did puke on stage. Yeah, but yeah, it's the it's really hard. That's a hard thing that people don't realize about comedy is that you're. You it's like it's part of your life, and you right. have to do it. You have to do it when it's great, and you have to do it when you're you're not doing well. And it's like it's very. Sometimes I'll be driving to a mic and be like, "This is like, like." For the next 30 years, this is like, this is, this is it. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Well, hopefully it gets, it gets better than Mike's. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like, this is like, it's just, it's going to be like a central part of your life for so long, you know, which is, is a strange thing to to have. I mean, maybe you're feeling this because you're about to have a kid, but it's like very few things in your life are actually like, okay, like I'm with, this is good. If I want to have this this is going to be for a forever thing yeah you know like there's not that many you know your jobs where you live everything can like change change, but if you decide to commit to something in the way i mean you know comedy you can quit at any moment i don't think you can get the quit the kids so easily but (laughs) but it's the the decision i guess the initial throw throw yourself in to yeah no i I mean i I totally get that and it's and it's really scary and you have to do i mean that's i mean i've been acting forever so the thing, acting is like that too. Like you have to show up to set if you have a fever. Like I have yeah. to act on days when you're like so sick. But that's what you can't call in sick if you're on, you're in a movie and they have 30 days to shoot it. And you're going to call, if you don't show up, it's going to cost people thousands and thousands of dollars. Like you have to go. And comedy is kind of like that too. It's like you, if you're on a show, yeah. you, you have to go. I mean, comics flake on shit all the time, but you're not supposed to. <laughs> I'm not funny enough to flake. <laughs> I, That's what I tell myself all the time. I, ne- I never, I, ne- I can't do that. I, I'm one of those comics that has to be on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. I can't, I can't, I just can't, I, I get to like, I'm going to get replaced. And what I, I can't do that. Not just do the whole like not show up and or show up two hours late and be like, can I get on? Like, I just can't. <laughs> I just can't deal with it. But yeah, no, I get it. I mean, it's the same, like being pregnant and doing comedy. There's been a lot of moments where like, I really don't want to go do this show. I feel like shit, but I get up and I do it. And then I'm like, yeah, I did that show. I was feeling like shit. Did you feel that way after you did that show and you were like so dizzy on stage? Like, how did you feel after? Or were you just like, get me out of here? I felt, I felt pretty good. I was like, well, you know, I, I did it. Like, I mean, you know, if you can do something after like getting, you know, and that wasn't the worst news because I'm pretty sure it's not a big deal. But if you can do something after getting bad news, it's like, okay, at least that's like, that's like another like muscle that you have to build. It's just like, it's true. You know, you, you learn how to do something and then you have to learn how to do something when like everything's falling apart around you (laughs) yes for sure for sure it gets nuts and does this ever we talk this is it's gonna get a little gossipy here for a second but this question did really well on our last podcast because do you are you very much like stay in your own lane type of comic or is there points when you see because like you're relatively new right but you're by the way when she's talking about not being funny she's lying (laughs) Christine's hilarious. You're very funny. Oh, thank you. And there are people, like I said, after this podcast is done, and we I'll name names to you, but there are people that I think you're funnier than but have been doing comedy for longer, so therefore they get more stage time here in D.C. Does that ever bother you, or do you are you sort of like stick in your own lane, or are there are people that you're like, I'm funnier than this? 
no, do you feel like you're taking not, up your room? Not really. I think uh, I think this scene's been like incredibly good to me. I think I feel like uh, like every everything that I've like wanted, I've I've gotten, right. and and everything that like I do want, I I have, I feel like you know is is doable, and I. I don't know. I just it's it's a hard question because I hate all my bits so much. <laughs> right, right. Like, it's those jewel pods. You're creating too much self hatred. Uh, but yeah, no. I I feel like uh, I just I have a good time. You know, as as sad as it can be sometimes when you're just when you're tired and whatnot. Yeah, um, of course. And I like I like it's weird. People talk about how comics can be like sort of you know colds or something. Yeah. I. I've never had people be this nice. Really? To me. Oh my god! I've never been treated Dude, like our experiences. This have been different. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I mean, and I kind of, I sort of came from like a little. So like before I did comedy, I was in like a kind of relationship that was like a little bit like uh, abusive. And then you know, I uh, before before I moved back into this area, I worked as a server in this like really crappy restaurant mm-hmm. people were all mean to me and stuff because like people go to crappy restaurants to be mean to the servers that's like part of the, that's, part that's of the like attraction that's true um but yeah i like i'm always very overwhelmed by like how nice people are you, you always have said that to me because i remember when you were new i'd come up, i'd go up to you and be like christine like how's it going <laughs> how's it going being a woman in comedy? Like, are they being terrible to you? Like, what's, like, what's, and you were like, no, it's fine. Everyone's listening. Like, people do get, like, a little bit, uh, you know, people get cranky and stuff. Everybody does. Because we're just, we're crammed. We're all crammed into, like, this scene together. So every once in a while, people are, like, tired or they don't feel like talking to you. Or somebody can, like, say something a little snippy. Or you can get in a fight with a friend or something. But, like, you know, that just comes with, like, being part of like a I guess like a scene or like community or something I I guess for me I was very jarring because I came from the acting world where everybody's competing to talk so when you get a bunch of actors in a room it's like who can be the loudest who can get the most attention and comedians are not like that comedians are very or much more introverted just personality wise like when like people imagine backstage at comedy shows like being this like oh man it must be crazy back there with all the joking it's like no it's, it's a lot of looking at phones and jewel pods and some riffing but it's like pretty quiet yeah i don't i feel like like uh people in general but like especially comics it's sort of like uh it's like a wild animal like you can see the signs of like when they're not in the mood like you know yes. when a, like when a <laughs> yeah. wild horse puts their like ears back or something yes. and it's like all right he's got his phone out and he's yes. got his hoodie up and he's yeah. sitting way far he doesn't want to be don't bother him yeah <laughs> like yeah i wasn't as like smart to notice that because i was coming from it so i was like i'm gonna make everybody my friend <laughs> really quickly and it didn't the reaction i got was not what i was expecting so in the beginning i had a hard time yeah i i i have really bad social anxiety which is common for comedians. yeah i and i'm very like i'm really strange in a, the way of like it's really hard for me to talk to people that i don't know yeah um and it's and it's just i don't know it's just something i've always had i've always right. been very very shy and very right. very quiet and like uh 
So I'm usually and it like takes me a while to like be able to talk to people. I mean, like a a certain number of like group interactions where I'm talking to a new person, like with people I know. And then it's like, I'm I'm like, I'm a feral cat. Like I need to like sniff your hand and kind of walk around you a couple of times before I can say anything. You got to test people. You got to see that it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So most interactions that I've had is like people approaching me so i've never right. like i never had something where like i tried to talk to somebody who like didn't want to talk or something or had that right. sort of like uh reaction because i'm just i'm just a, a like a little house plant like a, just, right. <laughs> i'm just gonna be in the corner if anyone wants to talk to me they're right. more than welcome yeah, so you're, cool, <laughs> you're cool with the silence for me it's like for my brain i think i also have certain social anxieties but they come out differently yeah in that for me like when there's an awkward silence my brain freaks the fuck out it's like there's a lot like eh, eh, talk mm-hmm. about the weather do something do something all hands on deck like say something <laughs> like just sitting quietly with people for me is like the it, it's so scary and that like that happens a lot like when you're when you're hanging out on a mic or something That's because right. it's like we see each other a lot of us see each other every day and it's like oh there's just not we just we don't do like what did you do last night like what are you talking about we were together last night we were here right like, right right or people are like looking at bits on their phone and that yeah. kind of thing and, and that took me like now i don't care and now i'm like great i can just sit here i don't have to it's okay that it's silent you know i don't have to like make conversation with everybody. yeah but when i started there was so much of that like sitting in silence and comedy with other people it made me so nervous well and you never know what like headspace people are in either like a comic they could you know there's some nights where you're like i'm gonna do my same five minutes that i always do to just right. see if there's any other tags i can get on stage and then you're chill and you're hanging out and you're right. like well when am i up i don't even care when i'm up next call me whenever and then right. there's like nights where it's like same place same situation same everything but like you're gonna do this bit that you love so much that you've been thinking about yeah, for yeah, so yeah. long and yeah. oh my god if any anyone tries to talk to yeah, me and like, you're playing through that bit again yeah. and get in your head and you're like oh but i notice, like i especially i've noticed like new girls like i'll notice a lot of new girls who remind me of new me who are like just trying to make friends with everybody and everyone's like dude you've done comedy twice i'm i'm busy yeah <laughs> you yeah know what I mean? and for and then i i try to talk to them because i get because that was totally what i was like mm-hmm. just the new one being like oh hey especially if it was someone i thought was funny mm-hmm. like i thought like i basically forced when you were blessed into being my friend like I her <laughs> into being my friend my first year because i was like she she's funny we're she's gonna be my best pal <laughs> and it took a while because she's definitely like on the quieter side too and it definitely took a while of me like forcing yeah that super annoying sort of like new comic like hey how how are your sets going <laughs> you know what i mean yeah which now I look back and I'm like, oh, God. Well, it can be. And it's just like there's so many uh, like days where you go out and you're like, my teeth hurt for no reason. And my yeah. back hurts. And yeah. like, you know, I had a bad day at work, but I still have to like go out. And it's like it is all like we're all just crammed in together. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. We do see each other a lot. You know, it's funny. People I've heard people say like comedy is like high school like they're like oh comedy it's like it's just like high school I don't really feel that way like I sort of disagree with that I just feel like high school is the last time when you're in a community of people and I just feel like that's what communities are like yeah like just naturally because it's like after high school you go to college and people spread out and then it's like you're not really a part of of like a group of people that you see frequently except for people that you work with and there's no you know interaction there at least on my part I I go into my office and I shut the door every day right right right. (laughs) 
Well, I think that's some, that's one thing I like about comedy is the community aspect because comedy oh, yeah. nationwide is it's small. Mm-hmm. Like even I was just in L.A. and I went to the comedy store and through Draft House. Like they called some people at the comedy store. So I went to the comedy store and there were already a bunch of people there like expecting me and I got to meet a bunch of people. And it was like because comedy's small like that. Yeah. Which is really, I think, really cool and great. But again, I come from the acting world where, like, everybody's a fucking actor. It's definitely nice to, like, always be around people that you have something so big in common with. Yeah, for sure. Because I I really like different kind of, like, artistic stuff. I like to paint. I like to write. I like to do all kinds of things. Uh But that never involved, like, other people. That's true. Like, you could go on the internet. You could go on, like, DeviantArt and then, like, talk to people. But that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't don't want to do that. Like, what do you mean? You don't want to talk to strangers <laughs> on the internet? Why? So it is cool. I've never had that before. Yeah. Just like, you know, always having people around that like share a common passion. Right. What are your, what are some of your comedy goals? Mm. Like, what are you looking for as you do this? Like, you've been doing this a couple years. Now, what are your. I have like weirdly specific goals. Like what? I mean, like, material goals. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, different, like, premises where it's, like, I really, really want to write, like, a bit about this or that or whatever. I used to have a joke, and I opened with it, and it was, like, the way I, the way it was, it was, it created a natural callback that I could use anywhere. Uh, And I could, and it was, like, one of those things where it's, like, if a joke didn't work, any place I could call back to the first it was open like that and I could call right. back to it and I really liked how it was like playing Mario with an extra life um right and but the the <laughs> problem so, <laughs> the problem was that that initial joke only worked like maybe like 25 percent of the time oh. so I do I really want to write another one that ha- gives me that ability yeah um, for sure. because like if I wrote an opening bit that always worked that was open like that where I could call back like like the original one where I could call back at any time like yeah. that would I really want to have something like that again. Yeah. I kind of want to write a bit about Randy Newman because I think he's extremely underrated. Okay. <laughs> also, expand on that. No, people are people are fucking assholes. They're like, oh, he's the guy, and it, he's like, he's written so many amazing songs. Like, I that's really I, funny. Like, I that get you're into a Randy and, Newman fan, and people, and it's like, it's not even a fan. I just, you know, I recognize brilliance when it's right <laughs> in front of me. Okay, the the movie with the chick who got cancer, her sister had cancer, but he wrote the main song in that. The song Which movie with the chick who got oh, cancer. oh, it's like my sister's keeper or something. It was like oh, one of the cancer yeah. movies. That was a great song. He wrote. He wrote Wait, what another. Did, what, I'm gonna Google this. What What has Randy Newman's song really? Because I know. He, he okay, so he doesn't always sing the song. So he's written a lot of songs that he hasn't sung. Like what? That's the only one I can think of off the top okay. of my head. But so not that much stuff. Okay, but there's other. I know there was others, but like, like in Toy Story, where like the song where Buzz Lightyear learns that he's like not a spaceman where he learns that he's just that moment where he's falling and that song of like 
you know, clearly I will go sailing yes. no more. That, that I mean, that like that that's oh, such and, a and tragically he wrote, he wrote, beautiful. You've got a friend in me. That Toy Story song. Yeah, he wrote the Toy Story stuff. But I mean, that was that's a nice beautiful. Song. And that's like people people make. I mean, I guess I don't have to make a a bit about it. But I just that was like something in the back of my head. I was like, what if I just like what if what if I just like brought attention to that? I'm working. Really I'm trying to work on a bit right now about the idea of like whether or not like God hates us or something. Like it's just like random goals I, like I that. Love where religious like, jokes. I love reli- religious jokes. There's something just yeah. like God jokes. I love them. I don't know what it is when people do them. I've written a few, and I always like that's one of my goals. Always is to write more God jokes because I don't know why religion stuff makes me laugh so See, hard. And I don't even know if it's like one of those things that I really want to do, or if it's just like you have an anal sex joke and you have a, a medium that I like joking about my like fat or something like i need a god joke to like you know right, really right, right. round it all like you know expand my portfolio like right. i i'm really self-conscious about how dumb all my jokes are like for a while i was like reading national geographic and be like i'm gonna write a joke about what i read in this because that's smart people shit and like is yeah that, is that, is like, that the kind of comic you want to be like, like, like i don't know i like i, I, I have that's like joke. every you know when you're when you're as new as i am it's like every morning you wake up and you want to be like a different type of comic you see you know a a comic live and then you're like that's what i want to be and then like who do you want to be lately what 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 comedians do you really look up to i mean for like for the entirety of uh like doing comedy i bill burr is what made me start he's who made me start doing i was always such a bill burr fan uh so like I always see him as did you like see his new special yet? I did, yeah. Did you like it? I liked it. I haven't seen it yet, but I saw a couple bits from it. I mean, he's I've heard that him live is like one of the greatest things that you can ever see. Yeah, and I I just for like for me, and I guess he's like he's like the comic that I loved when I started doing comedy. Right, so right. it's like you always have that like childlike right uh, admiration for right. like, but yeah. Um, as you do it more are there other people that you appreciate more that you like more that you didn't necessarily think about before yeah I mean every like every time I think every comic I see I think like about what they're doing more you know like I I think about like oh how they're different or the directions that they go in and it's like you know you see you see more of like the purpose behind everything more than I guess before I started when you're just enjoying something right right isn't totally. that nice when you could just enjoy yeah that's, that's <laughs> when you could just enjoy things. that's over yeah i definitely like as as i do comedy i appreciate more comedians that are not as known mm-hmm. i think as before like i don't know have you ever seen liza Trevor? yeah yeah i i i love that she just looks like she's just talking yeah whenever she's doing comedy and that to me is such a goal like she it just feels like she's literally like sitting on the couch talking to i you i love every time yeah i that's one thing that i've been wanting to like work on is just being less like performative yeah for or sure. you know just like feeling like when you start your set you're just on this track yeah. You know, I honestly, there's some sets where it's like, and I move around a lot. I'm very animated, yeah. but I really honestly sometimes feel like one of those like Chuck E. Cheese animatronic things totally. where I'm just like moving my limbs and it's like, this is the part where you extend your arm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I'm, I'm, I do the exact same thing. Like I can be, and I think it's because again, cause I have been acting my whole life. I can be like very rehearsed sometimes like down to the movement, down to the way I say things down to like when I lean into the audience and I'm mm-hmm. really a big, especially like 
the past like year and a half, maybe more, I've been it's all been for me like battling that and sounding natural. What's really natural. really bad is that sometimes I'll I'm doing that and I don't know what causes it but my body and the voice is like off by half yeah, a second yeah, yeah I've been there so <laughs> I'm like why is this like why yeah. can't I move my body yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're like something feels weird yeah for sure and it's for like sure. and also it's like you you I live like kind of far away it takes me like 45 minutes to an hour to get to dc every night and so and then you, you get there and then you wait and then you're finally up and you have five minutes and it's like there's so many times where i've gotten off and i've just hated myself because it's like you, you spent so much time getting that five minutes and you just you, you just you just went on autopilot you just you just did you recited the script more than, more than one mic in a night so you can go oh yeah that anger at yourself mm-hmm. after the first one yeah so what what do you have coming up? What shows can we see? God, I don't coming even. Up? I never know. I have like a Google calendar that I like check every day, and it's like, am I supposed to be somewhere? Well, where where can people regularly find you? Um, like week to week. Uh, hmm. I mean, I guess like the uh, uh like reliable or re-raw. Um, and then, like, sometimes Hunt, and then, like, different, like, Town Tavern I still do, and Beer Baron and stuff like that. Nice. Every week is a little different. Nice. So keep your eye out for Christina Day, everybody. Also keep your eye out for new shows here at DC Draft House. Uh, I'm not sure when Pete's going to put this up, but I think it's going to be this week. Uh, so forgive me if this has already happened, but this weekend, Chris Estrada from How to Be Broke. NBC and Comedy Central is September 13th and 14th, uh, probably around 7 and 9. You can check the website for tickets. And remember, if you like CounterCurrents on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, you know, you have a chance for winning two free tickets to any of our shows. And if you comment, those chances go up even higher. Uh, And then next weekend, uh, Kellen, there's not a dog here. if she is, it's a service dog. Uh, Kellen Erskine from Amazon's Inside Jokes, NBC and TBS is going to be at Draft House Comedy on September 20th and 21st. So come check that out. Also, seven to nine times, uh, you can check on the website for more info on tickets. And, you know, you can like this week, unlike, and then like again next week, and then get a chance to win those tickets again. So I just gave you the hack of how to do it. You have no excuses. And if you comment, especially if you say really nice stuff about me, PD, whatever. But if you say really nice stuff about me, you'll extra, extra get a chance. So thank you so much, Christine, for being with us today. Thank you for having me. me, I guess, today. And uh, keep listening, everybody. Have a great night.